1: Here, there's a new party line. Come join the party line with your host, Gina Renee and Donna Lyons. You pick the topic, they talk, you join in. It's that simple. Grab your copy, dial your phone, and let's get the
2: party line buzzing.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the party line. I'm your host, Donna Alliance, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., and our other host, Gina Renee, coming to you live from Northern California. And we welcome you today because our show today is really about finding a lost loved one. Um, A lot of people wonder who they share DNA with and they wonder if they're adopted and whatever else. And we actually have a co-host today, um, Rich, who is Gina's dad. And it's going to be an awesome show because they're going to tell their story of how they lost each other over a certain amount of time and how Gina found him and it's it's really incredible and I'm and I couldn't be happier for the two of them that they found each other. So I want to welcome Gina and Rich. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys said that in sync. How cute. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to talk about is um people that are Searching for adopted parents because a lot of kids that are adopted. I, I want them to know that they can go to the National Adoption Center and that's adopt.org. And there's a lot of information there for you to look that, you know, look for someone that you may be searching for. Um, sometimes records are sealed. so You can actually write your governor and unseal those records, letting people know that you're willing to be found. And, and as a parent, too, that may be searching for a birth child you can do the same thing as well. So those are just some kind of tips of information I just wanted to hand out first. But Gina and Rich, why don't you guys tell everybody your story because I think it's really pertinent to everything we're talking about today.
2: Yeah. Our stories, I think, I don't think it's that unusual. Um, you know, I've talked no, to you. No, it's a few- quite,
0: you know, common really. Right? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And- and, Dad, I mean, don't you think, I mean, my dad and I saw each other until I was about 12, and then circumstances um, kept us apart. And um, I think it was interesting because during that time, you know, after we reconnected, you know, I would say I always wondered, you know, what you were doing, and he would say I always wondered what you were doing, and, and um, you know, life's just kind of interesting. And And so from 12 to what, I was 45, I think?
0: Yeah, something like that.
2: Yeah, I was 45 years old and I was working at my computer and I was working on a project and up popped um, this 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 thing is called People Finder. Do you remember that, Donna? Yes, they don't I do they remember don't talk that. about it that much anymore. You don't see it that much, you know. But because well, now the, they
1: have sites, you have to pay for sites.
2: Yeah, and this was free. Yeah, and it just I would get like pop-ups and all of a sudden it said People Finder and it said. Do you know this person? And it had the name Herman Kaleev. And I looked down on it, and I actually happened to be on the phone with my girlfriend, Melody. And I was talking to her, and then I stopped, and she said, Are you okay? And I said, You're not going to believe this, but this people finder just popped up, and it had this name, Herman Kaleev. And she said, Yeah, so, you know, what does that mean to you? And I said, Well, I don't know too many Herman Kaleevs, but Herman Kaleev was my biological dad's stepdad and she said are you kidding me and i said no and so um so i clicked on it and it had a phone number and so melody was the one i she convinced me to call it she said well why don't you call this number and i said i i hadn't you know i hadn't seen him in 30 years and i didn't know where he was and i said you know i don't know what should i say and she said well just call the number and he'll tell you if your dad's still alive if he remarried, if he, you know, the different things, and it took me a long time, and so finally, I thought, okay, I'm going to pick up the phone, and I called the number, and I heard, say, say it, Dad, say hello.
0: <laughs> yeah, I almost passed out then.
2: Right? That's all I heard is, <laughs> hello. Took my breath away.
0: And <laughs> honestly, to God took my breath away. I was standing up, and I had to sit down.
2: Oh, <laughs> Well, it was oh, yeah, no, um, it was
0: like a, a voice from the past.
2: Well, yeah, but the funny thing is is that when I heard your voice, I was expecting to hear Herman's voice, and I recognized your voice. So I said to you, hello, and you said, you said, hello, and I said, who is this? And you said, I'll never forget this, you said, my name is Richard, and my breath, I couldn't breathe because I knew it was you, Right. And then I, and then you said, who is this? Because I got super quiet. And I said, my name is Lisa. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, because I was so afraid. It's like,
0: <laughs> you know, who? what if he
2: doesn't want to talk to me? Like, what do I do? And, and you said, your name is Lisa? And I said, my name is Lisa. And then all you said is, no, who is this really?
0: Yeah, and I didn't I know said, any Lisas.
2: Right? Right. And I said, well, I said, my name is Gina, and then you said, I have a daughter named Gina, and that's how we reconnected. And what? that's
0: where I almost passed out.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it was Richard, like... Richard,
1: what, what were your feelings, Richard, when that was happening? I mean, when you heard her voice, what what all went through your head?
0: Well, I, that's what I'm saying. It, I was just flabbergasted. I didn't... You know, after all those years, and all of a sudden, I hear her voice, and I... Really, it took my voice, my my breath away. It really did. And, uh, you know, I, I could hardly talk, really. In fact, I think I told her that I, <laughs> I could hardly talk at this time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was oh, weird for imagine. both of us. But what was weird was to tell him that I had a whole life. Like, you know, I had gotten married. I had had three kids. I had grandkids by that time. And the one thing that you said to me was you said, I woke up this morning with no family, and by the and by the end of the conversation, I found my daughter, found out she got married, found out I have kids and grandkids and great-grandkids.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was a grandpa overnight. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's like, like it's a almost like a, a,
2: a bad movie or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a good
0: movie for me. <laughs> Believe me, it was like being Rip Van Winkle, waking up all of a sudden. And going to exactly. the village, exactly. and here's all these people that I didn't know before, you know. Exactly. Yeah, kind I of can't imagine
1: what that had to be like for you guys. I mean, because I've never had to experience anything like that. But can you imagine if someone said, I didn't want to talk to you? You know, I mean, what would that have done with that? Oh, Where would you
0: no. Be life I, now, I've heard of you know?
2: I mean, happening. That that I've heard of that
0: to. happening, but I think that would be horrible.
2: Yeah. I can't, just, imagine, can't imagine because... Both people go, I think you have different emotions when you're going through it, and then you reconnect. The interesting part was it was probably about six months later I brought my youngest daughter, Shay, and we drove out to see him. And it was the most amazing moment because the last time he saw me, I was 12. Last time I saw him, he was in his 30s. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now he sees me, I'm almost 50, he's in his 70s. Whoa, big difference.
0: (laughs) surprise, surprise. Surprise
2: would say <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was like it was interesting, but the coolest thing was my daughter walked through his house and she looked around and she saw all these books and all this music and all this stuff, and she she you know she grabbed' the back of my shirt and she looked at me, and I said, What and she goes, "Now I know where you get it from <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the book the writing the remember the you? the
0: the c d that I gave you Michael yes. Harris
2: Yes, there was this song when my da- when I used to go visit my dad, we'd get in his car, he had this blue Mustang, and we would sing this song, you better get out with us, and we'd thump our hands on the dashboard, yeah. and it would be like, and don't come back no more, and it would, we'd sing these songs, right? Well, I was telling my daughter Shay about that, well, halfway through our conversation, my dad gets up and he goes, oh. I have I have a CD that I want you to put on. I want I want you to play. I want to play for you. And all of a sudden, he puts on this CD, and it's the song. <laughs> oh. It was just it was so sweet, and we both kind of looked at each other because you know we had the same kind of memories, you know. Right. Yeah. One day I was at so a supermarket emotional.
0: here in the desert, and as I was walking out of the market, Phil Harris, the one who sang the song, was walking out also at the same time and putting his groceries in his car. I think he was driving a Rolls Royce or something like that, and I stopped halfway in the parking lot and I looked at him. And I was holding on my uh, shopping cart, and I thought, should I go over there and tell him <laughs> about the, you know the effect that song had on my life? And I thought, no, I better not. So I just kept on going. But then when I got to my car, I kept looking back until he, he you know, he drove away. But I thought, you know, that moment there, I thought about that song and, and Gina.
2: That's
1: crazy. That's all. Yeah. I swear things happen. Everything happens for a reason.
0: Well, well yeah, you know, there's little signs along the way, like don't forget or don't give up or whatever, you know. I think exactly. that's the
2: biggest thing is don't give up because, you know, I was always looking. I was always wondering. I was always, you know, I mean, I think as adults we do that, especially when we have kids and, you know, I mean, there's so many things in our life. And now that we've, you know, we've reconnected and I think, that's the biggest thing for people to understand is don't give hope, you know, don't give up. Because I kind of did, you know, I kind of did give up. I thought, where, how am I going to find him? And it wasn't back in, you know, before internet and, you know, all this. I told you, Don, at one point, and I told him too, I got on, you know, Ancestry when that first came out, but there was only like five of us on there. (laughs) 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 Exactly. So it's really hard when things are starting out, you know, to, you know, to find people. It's like I was telling Donna, Dad, when I just called you ago, we were kind of joking about when, you know, I said we were looking for each other, and he said, yeah, didn't you see my flyers that I put up on trees and buildings? And I said, yeah, didn't you find the notes that I put in balloons? And, you know, and then he said, yeah, didn't you find the notes that I put in skyscrapers? (laughs) You know, the planes that drove by? and, And I think in some ways we kind of all do stuff like that. Like, where would you start? You know, how would you start to look for somebody? And I think, um, I think the biggest thing is, is we do live in a time where we do have these things that are available. You know, even ancestry, finding your DNA, you know, that will connect you. You know, not being afraid to go back if, you know, if you are, are an adopted, you know, child. I did some studies and it showed that actually, you know, 65% of parents that give their child up for adoptions are actually looking for their child.
0: You know, I have a story about that. I was exactly, dating this yeah. girl once, and I remember we were at an outside cafe. This was in Glendale. And uh, she was watching the people go up and down the street, especially the ones with little children. And I, she was so caught up in this, I said, what are you doing? I said, are you looking for somebody? And she didn't say anything. She got real quiet. And then later she told me that wherever she went and she saw little kids, she wondered if that was her because she had got pregnant without, you know, out of wedlock and she gave the child up for adoption. So here she was, you know, at this age, still looking for the daughter or the son. I don't know what it was, but she was still looking wherever she went. She was wondering if this child could have been hers. And I thought, how sad, how really sad.
1: It is. That is sad. Have, Have you seen that show, you guys, called Long Lost Family, it's on TLC. No. Oh my God, it's so good. It these people find um, adopt their adopted or, or their birth families for them, and it is so overwhelming. I cry. Yeah, I've episode. seen
0: that. I've seen. Then oh, they arrange so a place good. for them to meet for the first time.
1: Yes. Yes, that's it. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, There's- I've seen that. I I saw that before. I, I Gina called, in fact. And I, I oh, wow. when I watched that, it brought to mind you know the, the situation. So and yeah. you
2: didn't call the show. Hello. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on. We could have done this production on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: No. God.
2: It's funny. There yeah, are other
1: places too. I just want to let people know that there's um, there are. The places where you can go that there are discussion boards, you know, uh, websites, and one of them is the National Center for Missing Adults um, and Family and Friends of Missing Persons, And the, but the National Center for Missing Adults is a great place to start conversations where you can go and talk to people and put your name out there and, and put the name out of the person that you're looking for. Also, finding your original birth certificate—that's another way to do it. Um, like you said, Gina, Ancestry.com, which you just did recently, and I'm on there as well. Um, you you share DNA with certain people, and that's another great way to find someone that you that you might be looking for. Of course, we joke about that because I've always said, please don't ever let me find a boyfriend, an old boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm related (laughs) to. Please don't show us DNA. I don't want to know that you're a second cousin. (laughs) Uh I hold my breath when that little leaf comes on the tree on Ancestry and it says, ding, you've got a new match. (laughs) Uh Also, um, social networking sites. Uh, you can register for free on those. I mean, you've got YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Anytime you put your name out there, it's just another search engine for someone else to try to find you. Um, you can access public records online through your county or state um, and try to find people. Also, Church of Latter-day Saints, the Mormon Church is huge with finding those things. However, I think it's a little more difficult through them because they're a little more micro type stuff. So you'd have to look through older records. Um, military records, if you know anything about someone, if they've had a military background and also, um, birth parents too. I mean, if they're looking for their children, they can use all these same sites as well. So I think Facebook, Facebook is awesome too, because you can put a picture of yourself out there when you were a child or when you were born, you can put your birth certificate on there and people can try to find you. Um, There's there's many ways to try to find people, but Gina, you said you used People Search back then when it was free.
2: Well, I I, actually I didn't use it. Like I said, it just popped up as an advertisement on my computer. So weird, yeah. I know, and I totally, you know me, I'm such a god girl. I just believe that everything happens for a reason. So that was just. I think at that point I kind of gave up. You know, I thought, oh, I don't even know why I'm, you know, looking because I'll never find him, you know, and it was shortly after that. But here it pops up, like, hey, well, here you go.
0: <laughs>
2: well, Here's a I remember when I was working,
0: I was working at the bank, and I would have the habit of looking in the lobby sometimes, especially when uh, Gina got to be, I figured, 16 years old, 17, that she had obtained her driver's license by then. And just right. by chance, I was hoping that. You know, she got in a car, and somehow she found out where I was. And so I was like the lady who was looking for her lost child, and I would look in the lobby and see the people coming in and see if uh, anybody looked like I thought Gina would at, at 16 or 17. So you're always Aww. having this in the back of your mind. Yeah, and it's yeah funny you cause do. Because he
2: used to go to, like, Magic Mountain. That was a place because he used to live by Magic Mountain. So every time I would go to Magic Mountain, I would look thinking maybe he's at magic mountain or i go before cell phones because they had you know f- telephone books right you know and so every time i got there i go look in a telephone book to see if i could find his name you know listed but nobody was ever listed and i would just you know get out of the telephone booth and go about my business <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
2: but yeah you're, you're always, you always kind of looking
0: don't
1: you feel What's like that, Donna? there's like a don't you feel like there's an unfulfilled, like there's just this hole and you just can't fill it until you get that person back in your life? I mean, tell me how you felt about that.
0: Well, and for me, I had so many good memories with Gina till she was 12 years old. I mean, right. every other week I would pick her up. We'd go to Disneyland. We'd go to the L.A. Zoo. We'd go to puppet shows. We'd go to the movies. I took her to plays. And like I say, Magic Mountain, Ghost, you know, uh, uh, what Buena Park. And it was all these things, and in between the two weeks, I was always thinking up stuff I could do. And like we would get in the car, and I'd pick her up, and I would put a little hand puppet down below yeah. the seat. Oh. Um, my left hand, and so as we'd be driving down the freeway talking, I would secretly reach down, put that hand <laughs> puppet up on the steering wheel, and then Gina, she wouldn't be look, she'd be looking out the side or the front. And all of a sudden, I'd start talking in a little puppet voice. Hi Gina, hi Gina. <laughs> <laughs> so here I'm driving, you know, with this puppet in my hand, like the like the little puppet is driving down the freeway. And so then we we have this conversation you know, with the little puppet in my hand. So there's all these memories that I had, you see. And I remember one Saturday she came to stay, and I thought, now what can I do this weekend, you know, to make it a little different? So what I had was I had a little hand uh, tape recorder. So I took this tape recorder, and I recorded a little voice, and I put it inside this box. And then I put the box, after she was there, I put the box in the front door, and I rang the doorbell, and then I ran around the house to the back and come in the house, and I said, did you hear the doorbell? And she said, yes. I said, well, why don't you go answer the doorbell? So when she went to open up the doorbell, there was this box And inside the box, it was recording saying, help, let me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a in here, let me out. (laughs) (laughs) And and so Gina was sitting there looking at this box on the floor, you see. Well, those were the kind of memories (laughs) that I had. So when they were cut off, that's all I had to live with. And then the pictures I had was 12 years old. Well, I still had that 12-year-old picture in my wallet, you see. So anybody would ask me, I, you know, I talk about my daughter, and I say, here, you want to see a picture? And here, she must have been about 20 by then, but I'm showing a 12-year-old picture, <laughs> you see? So right. these things never end.
2: No. Yeah. And Gina, what about you? Yeah, but it's interesting because I tell Don, I tell everybody this story, and my dad will verify this. On the last time that I was driving with him, I remember feeling like I wasn't going to see him again. You know, like circumstances or whatever were going to separate us. And I was looking out the window, and I looked at my dad, and I said, hey, do you believe in God in heaven? And he said, yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, sure. Yeah, and I said, describe it to me. And so he started talking about God in heaven, how there's no more suffering and no more pain, and everybody's happy. And I said, okay. And then he drove away, and I didn't see him again. But the interesting part was because of that, I guess my heart knew that the only place that I would see him again was heaven. And so really, because of our separation, is what took me on this personal journey, getting to know Jesus. Because I thought, okay, I've got to get to heaven, which one, where is it, which, you know, I started talking to people, and they all had different religions and different things, and it got confusing. And I thought, okay, there's so many places to go, how do I get there?
0: <laughs> yeah. So in
2: in some ways, you know, his dropping me off, left me, and it wasn't, you know, like I said, it was a bunch of, you know, uh, miss understandings and whatever life happens. But the point is, is that I went on this incredible journey because of that, you know, so I know some people sometimes can get, you know, get upset, you know, because, you know, of separation or stuff like that. But, you know, if you look back and you see all the incredible things that happened in between that time, you know, sometimes it's not so bad. I believe that God does things for a reason And, um, you know, I was grateful for the time that we had, and and I learned so much from our separation, and then I was very excited from us being reunited. So I just believe sometimes that things, you know, things in life happen for, well, I know they happen for a reason, and that we have to stay, you know, focused on what we get today and not keep looking back at what we missed out on. You know, and like he said, he had those memories, I had my memories, and um, then when we reconnected, we just started talking about the in-between
0: Well, that's the most important thing. I had to make up. I had to visualize, you know, what it was like for you to be in junior high school and high school and whatever, you know. So I had to fill in. That's why when we talk, I'm always asking these questions. I I hope I'm not boring you with them, but I'm trying to play catch up here. And uh, I have a good visual memory, and I can visualize things pretty well. But that's why I ask in time and detail, like, what did you do here? Where did you work there? How was your high school? Did you go to the prom? And all this kind of stuff, you see. Uh, that was very important to me.
2: Well, yeah, and it's fun for me because I like to talk, so it gives me something to talk about.
0: <laughs> I like to listen. <laughs> I think the three of
2: us like to talk.
1: I know, right? That's <laughs> why we'll Rich is our co-host from now on.
0: <laughs> well, like Tina Rich says, wa wah, 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 wah. <laughs> the Charlie Brown teacher. <laughs> Charlie Brown, woah, 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 woah. <laughs> Another well, thing I advice. I remember, you know, with my picking Gina up every week, every other weekend or so, we were driving down the the San Diego freeway. I was taking her home, and she was as usual looking out the side window, and we came by this wrecking yard, this junkyard. It had all these cars piled on top of each other. And uh, I looked over there, and I said, boy, I wouldn't want to park my car there, would you, Gina? And she looked at me, and then she looked out the side window, and she, you know, here was a junkyard. And I, I was hoping she'd catch on to the joke, and she did. Then she started. we both started laughing about the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the moments that I remember, see? I mean, these things happened 40 years ago, and I still am thinking about them. You see what I mean? Well, yeah. I was worried. I, I was hoping that I caught on to show the too. Then I would have probably not <laughs> remembered those little details like I do now.
1: Yeah, but how much fun to, to catch up though, and um, I mean, sad at the same time that you know that separation occurred, and it wasn't from anything really bad. So I don't want people to think like um, these horrible things. I mean, it was just circumstances beyond anybody's control, and those things happen. And thankfully, you guys were able to reconnect. I mean, what a beautiful story. And I love when Gina talks about it. And I love when she talks about you as well, because we just get a kick out of you. You you crack us up. (laughs) 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 So before we go, because this is a 30-minute show today, but before we go, what last words of advice, each of you, and uh, we'll have your dad go first. um, What advice would you give someone that's looking for a loved one?
0: Well, that's gonna be different for everyone because like I've experienced talking to many people over the years, you know, other men who have had been in the same situation and I've they've asked me for advice and I thought, Well I can't give these people advice because I don't know their situation and some give up and some keep struggling until they can't, you know, keep it up anymore and sometimes it's a knockdown, drag out situation. So every every situation is different. So each person has to look into their own heart as far as that goes my my thought was i would give it time because i figured gina would not always be a child and that someday you know the situation would change she would be able to make up her own mind and go her own way so i was playing on time but that was a mistake on my part you see what i'm saying i was waiting until she got to be 18 or 19 or 20 but then I forgot about all of the other stuff that can come in between, like getting married and having a family and children and moving around. So, like I say, it's different for everybody. So you just, you just have to play it the way your heart feels. That's all I can say. All right.
2: Good words. Gina? Yeah, you know, that's a difficult one. I, you know, me I'm I'm just a god girl and I believe that if you're meant to reconnect, it will happen. <laughs> and, you know, you got to make peace with everything cuz not everybody gets this opportunity. I know it is like when you get cancer and you hope that you survive and, you know, and you don't. So, I think from my life I've learned that, you know, sometimes we get these moments, sometimes we don't. I think but the biggest thing that you have to find in your life is just the peace to Deal with it, you know, to just understand that, you know, you can look, you can try to find them, you know, find people you're looking for. But if it doesn't happen that way, you know, um, just understand that some things in life don't always go the way, you know, that they're supposed to go. And, um, you know, not feel like you did something or I think that's the biggest thing sometimes, you know, when you're looking is you, you want answered questions. And uh, when you can't get them from one person, you want them from the other, and there's, it's almost like you need closure sometimes, you know. And you need to know that maybe you know you didn't create it or whatever, whatever the emotion is. But I think the biggest thing is is people just have to make peace with themselves because I think that's the biggest reason people go looking. I really do. So um, you know, you just want to know. You want to know the truth, I guess. You want to know all the answers. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like like he said, you want it's closure. What you want. Yeah, you want closure. Yeah, the closure. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not exactly. everybody gets it. So
0: there's not but not everybody's right and not everybody's wrong in these situations. You know, there's good and bad on all sides, so you really can't judge. And the further you get away from it you realize how foolish it is to judge other people's actions because you you can fall into the same situation without even realizing it.
1: exactly Exactly. that's that's very true that's very true well you guys i want to thank you so much for telling your story i know it's a it's a it's a sad story on one hand but yet you've got so much catching up to do and you've you've reconnected and i couldn't be more thrilled for for you guys and um love you both to pieces and can't wait to do our show next week richie will be joining us right
0: (laughs) i'll talk to my agent again see if i'm available
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well listen everyone thank you for tuning in we had a great show today and if you have any questions you can find us on Facebook I mean you know that as well and you can email us right here on Lions Radio Network and we will answer your questions and hopefully we'll be putting some information out there Gina maybe we could do that later today um, on the Party Line Facebook page and just give us some information or links to some of the sites people can use to search for a loved one can we do that later absolutely awesome well rich thank you you have a great rest of your day gina oh love you too evening. thank you i will i'm sure i'll be talking to you later today as well yep yeah, right. I'll talk to you later yeah we'll talk to everyone later everyone have a great rest of your day see ya okay. bye-bye bye dad <laughs>